in nomine Petris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Just before I continue, I'd like to just remind you, it doesn't matter who you are, the risen Lord suffered and died on a cross for you. My podcast series is devoted to the Catholic faith. My goal is to reignite our faith. Please note, my podcast remains explicitly of my own experiences and opinions. However, any core belief or statement made regarding the church comes solely from approved church sources, such as the Catholic Church Catechism. Uh, Also, during each podcast, I will try and leave you with a reflection at the end of the podcast, and I urge you to give it a try. Okay, let's do it. What does it mean to be Catholic? The Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church is not called the Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church for no reason. The word Catholic means throughout the whole, universal. From the furthest east to the furthest west, we are Catholic. So at this point, it may be obvious to you, Catholic is being a member of the one Holy Catholic Church, regardless of where you may be in the world, or what culture you are from, or what background you may have. Through baptism, we are all united to Jesus Christ in communion with the saints under the mantle of the Blessed Virgin Mary as living connections to his church here on earth, his church which is headed by our Holy Father, Pope Francis. So why apostolic, you may ask? The church can trace its roots all the way back to our blessed Lord himself. The Apostle Peter, our first pope, is a direct apostle of Jesus Christ, our Lord and God. Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Taken from the Gospel of Matthew 16.18 Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hence the one holy Catholic and apostolic church phrase. The Catholic Church has apostolic authority, and that is traced all the way back to the apostles themselves. Fun fact, our blessed church um, was started in the year 33 by our Lord Jesus Christ himself. Now, before we can proceed, let's clear something up from the start. When we pray to God, we acknowledge God as one in three divine persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, known as the Blessed Holy Trinity. We acknowledge the Trinity as one God. This is taught by revelation and is the greatest mystery of our faith. Think of it as three separate beings who share the same entity or the same substance. This revelation taught to us by God is not for us to understand, but for us to faithfully believe. The core beliefs of the Catholic Church are beautifully summed up in the Nicene Creed. A priest during his homily once said, Glory be to the Father, through the Son, in the Holy Spirit. This was something I never forgot, so beautifully simple and perfectly said. It gives a very clear view of the Blessed Holy Trinity, I think anyway. The Catholic faith is both mysterious and complex, yet perfectly simple. It could be summed up in one phrase, to love and walk with Jesus, 
Or you could spend nights learning the Summer Theologica, written by St. Thomas Aquinas, which is easily in excess of a thousand pages. The point I'm making is our faith is based on revelation, mystery, and forever guided by the Holy Spirit. It is filled with wonder and made up of things a human mind cannot grasp, yet at its centre it remains perfectly simple. Love God, walk with God, and love thy neighbour. Yes, that also means the neighbour, the annoying neighbour, in your back fence. Now, my question to you, if it's that simple, why isn't everyone doing it? Maybe a better question to ask, if at its centre is to love God and do good to those around you, why do we see Catholics acting contrary to this simple way of life? Here is a quote taken from an old catechism teaching tool for schools in 1985. Now we're going back a bit. A question and answer summary of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, Council of Baltimore. And it goes like this. How many persons not Catholic would be enticed to enter the true church if they saw all Catholics virtuous, truthful, sober, honest, upright and industrious? But when they see Catholics lying, quarrelling, backbiting, drinking, stealing, cheating, in a word, seem to be indulging in the same vices as those who claim to have no religion or similar. What must they think of the moral influence of the Catholic faith? In essence, we are working against our blessed Lord when we should be working for him. Now, I understand recently there has been some bad news and events that have brought shame upon our blessed church. This has truly hurt the church and its people, you and I. I'm not here to dwell about this, though. We are here to look at our own behaviour and what we as individuals are doing to work for Christ and his holy church, to rebuild our faith, to reignite our burning love for Jesus. It is the intention of my podcast to do just that, to reignite our Catholic faith. Now, back to the question at hand. How many of us can honestly say we are a stunning example to the world of the love and kindness of Jesus and his holy church? The Catholic faith calls each and every one of us to strive to make our lives better, to place God first, and to be a beacon of light to a broken world. Seek ye the kingdom of God. We find throughout scripture the blessed Lord promises we are not alone. When we walk, he walks with us. If people persecute you because of his name, we are reminded that he was persecuted first. He reminds us of the kind of faith needed to follow him, and in the same sense reminds us that we are not alone during our journey of faith in him. Therefore, we should seek the kingdom of God first and foremost. Everything else we will receive. In simple terms, we are called to put God before our own interests, example, money, material objects, etc. And by doing this, we will receive what we need during our lives. Take this for example. Give us this day our daily bread, taken from the Lord's Prayer. I'm sure many of you would um, recognize that phrase. Have you ever stopped to fully understand this section of the Lord's Prayer, though? Take this opportunity to really let it sink in. During the Lord's Prayer, you are petitioning God the Father to give you this day your daily bread. You are telling him 
I trust you will provide me with not just spiritual aid, but also temporal aid. Jesus calls us to put all our trust in him. A key element to this faith comes as a direct result of prayer. Prayer helps us to gain grace that God gives to his people to strengthen faith, hope and charity within our souls. As Catholics, we know we are children of the one true God. Therefore, we must have a filial relationship with God. We should be calling on Jesus all the time, regardless of what we are doing. Everything we do should be with Christ, for Christ, and in Christ. Our works are null and void if they are not for the glory of God. We are children of God and therefore subject to his providence. We are not gods and we are not alone. We are for God through Christ Jesus. By living as disciples of Christ, we fulfill God's will in our lives. Now, before I end this podcast, I'd like to leave with you a small reflection, but a very important one. As you go about your day, think about how you could do something, no matter how small it may seem. That could be an example of living as a disciple of Christ. It could simply be smiling at a stranger, saying hello to someone you haven't said hello to before, or, or someone you may know to be lonely. It is the smallest things that can make the biggest impact. So, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have a small consideration about how you too could show the love of Jesus towards others in your day today. Till next time.